hello. Hello. I didn't do that. Hello. Welcome to Stupid, Stupid Genius. Genius. Again, I'm Emily. I'm Molly. We probably sound the same. We and should... I think we're meant to say that after. after. But who cares? You know, you know what New it is. Format. You clicked on it. You know what it is. <laughs> um, so I guess we are talking today. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know how your week was. Oh, it was good. Well, you're a bit frazzled this morning. Yeah, I am. Um, I just had really bad sleep, stomach mm-hmm. issues. My, shout out to the people with IBS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Kept me up all night. Um, and then I woke up, dropped a bike on me, and then as I was looking at my bike, walked into a pole. Could have been better mornings. Could have been better. But you know what? We had quite, well, not similar weekends, but our, our weekends were definitely um, interconnected, one might say. Yes, yes. Well, I, um, <laughs> I cat sit for you. Yes. And well, you used to. I don't know if you're ever going to want to do it again. <laughs> I would like to. But Vin, my partner, is terri- <laughs> terrified to go back, to be honest. He's, he is honestly scared, like, scared. So what happened was Molly has some cats. They're lovely. He has, um, she has a cat, Ronnie. He's very lazy. Let's just put it out there. He's just chilled. Right. He is like... Well, the listeners know. If they've listened before, they get it. Ronnie is big. He's fluffy. He's slovenly. <laughs> he's gorgeous. But since we got our new little kitten, his um, he's just like a teenager. He's giving it a bit of this, a bit of that. He's having a bit of an attitude problem. But literally to the point where you only have to brush him or like look at him in the wrong way and he hisses at you. But he's still the same old Ronnie underneath. I think he's just having a hard time. But yeah. Vin obviously does not know this. No, no. And I was trying to explain that to him and like Ronnie swiped at him. And he's massive, Ronnie, isn't and he? And he was just trying to pee. Oh, God. <laughs> when he was vulnerable and... The worst, <laughs> the worst part was, is I was on the loo and then I heard this squealing from Vin and I was like, what's up? And he's like, he's bought a mouse and he's bought a mouse. So Vin is terrified of mice. Like it, I but would also, go to, I mean, he's going to hate this, but I would say it's a phobia. Yeah, he would deny it, wouldn't he? he but would it sounds it. like it is. But can I also just say, right? Stop justifying No, it. but I need to because he's my baby. Not Vin, obviously. Ronnie is my baby. Yeah. Right, Ronnie is not normally a hunter. In his whole life, he's bought like three mice to the house and every time he didn't even bother to bring them through the cat flap, right? He left them outside. And it was when we had that like minus 14 degrees weather. So we actually think that they were probably already like frozen and he's just picked them up and bought them home. He's like, look, look, I'm so done. But the fact that like the first time someone with a bloody rodent phobia comes to our house, Ronnie not only catches one like... He clearly had caught it. He bloody brings it yeah, in, the house in the house and up the stairs. Do you want to hear a 30 second long compilation of Vin uh, freaking out? Obviously. About the, <laughs> obviously, about the I do. So I have, at this point, I've taken it out and put it in the bin. And he's the hiding mouse. the mouse. Yeah, not Ronnie. <laughs> not Vin either. And, and wasn't Ronnie quite like, he wouldn't let you go near him. He wouldn't let me go near And um, at this point, like Vin's hiding in the bathroom just for a little. Oh, bless I'll let you watch him. it. Then he's done it for us. The chance of them bringing two is slim. 
I just like how he's working himself up and up and up and up. He's like, he doesn't like us. It's like a horse in the bed. A like, horse oh, is in the shit. Oh, my God. He also did not trust me that it was gone. Because I was like, it's in the bed. And he was like, what have you done? <laughs> I don't trust you anymore. Or just like popped it under his pillow. <laughs> well, like, like oh, a sadistic. For God's sake. Yeah, so, uh, so that's funny. It was dramatic. Yeah. But you got through it. I mean, the... yeah, he was... We'll, I'll post the video on Instagram so you guys can see... That what the situation he was like yeah and i I made a little uh horror film (laughs) well let's hope by the next time i need to go away and need a cat sitter vin's just going to have miraculously forgotten the trauma yeah i think he'll be busy (laughs) (laughs) do you actually think you won't want to do it i uh maybe (laughs) oh no do you know what and i'm now everyone else who would have cats it like my sisters my mom are gonna listen to this and be like no, no fucking way. i mean i'll happily do it again i'm i'm, I'm thank just, you I miss the cats. thank you okay yeah. well let's get some stupids let's get some geniuses, geniuses. and we're gonna be we're gonna be one <laughs> i couldn't find the word and you filled my blank with it i was gonna say we're gonna be controlled today yeah and stick with just one. stick with one and mine was all done in one day Oh, okay. Shock. Shock. Why why don't you just give us them both then? Yeah. Let's say you're stupid okay, and genius, so especially if they like My stupid link was up. I'm <laughs> I'm always late to stuff. And I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just awful with it. It's my dyspraxia or maybe that's my excuse. I don't know. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Either way, I'm always late to stuff. And um the night of um so the next day I had participant recruitment, I had to get to the house. And I had to set up. And the night of, I had nothing going on and I was going to prep for that. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot of stuff that you need to do. You just need to make sure that you've got consent forms, all this sort of stuff. Make sure you've, I like do measurements. So I need to make sure I've got the measurements in place. I also do interviews, but I tailor it to the participant. Mm-hmm. So I needed to make sure I yeah, tailored it. me too. Um, and I was just sat there like, I need to do it. But I, I was like too tired I wasn't too tired I just gave myself an excuse like oh it's fine you can do it in the morning knowing mm-hmm. full well that I wouldn't get it all done in the morning but then I would have had you... to wake up at 6.30 in the morning oh, yeah, to get okay. it done but I mean for you to to make that I feel like you must have been at least if not too tired then just like really feeling a bit crappy because you wouldn't normally make an excuse like that I always do it though, do for, stuff, for little stuff like that I'm like I'll do it in the morning oh, I see what you knowing mean. Full, like convincing myself that I'll do it in the morning knowing full well I'm not a uh, morning person yeah. I oh, keep right, yeah. thinking I'm not that person like just accept it you're not the morning person that you want to be you're the night person just do it at night Yeah. Um. so yeah and then I obviously woke up and then rushed to get everything done and then I was late to a participant's uh were they pissed they weren't they just thought it was traffic and I was like yeah traffic yeah. <laughs> that bloody yeah. traffic oh it's so tough <laughs> I was only five minutes ten minutes late so oh like, well that's not too bad not too bad but it it happened it like every participant I was pretty much ten minutes late which is awful you just learn from to, my like, mistakes set yourself a different time that you set your participant as in like would you think you could maybe trick yourself and being like okay so I've booked that participant in for ten but always just tell them 10.15 or 10.30 or something? No. Or do you think your brain would be like, My oh, brain I've still got 15 yeah, minutes? Yeah, 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 100%. Uh, right, okay. And I don't understand the concept of time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my one of my sisters is like 30. Well, actually, because I'm 30. So she must be like, I'm nearly 30. Next week I'm 30. Stop aging yourself. I know, but pff, easy to say it. Um, she must be like 33 and bless her. She's, she, yeah, can't tell the time. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Again, I can tell, dyslexia. I, I can tell the time. I know exactly what time it is, but if I've got an hour to I do just don't give a fuck about it. I, I just don't understand <laughs> that it takes... Like, I'll list out about ten things to do in an hour, and I'll be like, I, I definitely can do them. Vim will literally look at me laugh and be like, no, you fucking can't. Like, in what world? Yeah. Who are you? Are you, like... Are you Flash? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Flash. Ah! <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then I do, obviously, one of those things. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and then that feels disappointing then, doesn't it? Because, yeah. like, you just feel like you're never achieving things, even though you are. Even it's, though just I am. That it's just your goals are too mm, big. Too I just don't understand. Or, like, I'll be like, oh, uh, this one thing will fill the hour, and it won't. And it'll be, like, five minutes. And then, yeah. I'll, and then I'll dilly-dabber and then still be late. Which I, I guess is something that will be a problem <laughs> if, like... So, for example, when you teach, obviously yeah. I plan... I do a four-hour seminar every week yeah. and I have to plan exactly, like, how long is that task going to take? How long is that Weirdly, task going to take? Weirdly, that's Does fine. That, we'll it's just, just apply that to your life. I just life. can't understand it. It just doesn't go in. Right, well, give us your genius. Okay. Um, and my genius that day was I finished the participant. Um, recruit, Like, you know, I... Did the interview, stepped yeah. away. Big tick on the data collection. <gasps> Woo! That is so, so good. good feeling. So, like, I was literally rushing, like, oh, fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then I was driving away going, yeah. Instantly feeling good. Oh, my God, well finished. done. That's amazing. So, finished study two. Just got one more study yeah. Feels good. I bet it does. Feels good. So, you can write it up now and yeah. take that off. Exactly. Get it gone. Happy days. Get it gone. Get it gone. Get it gone. Get it gone. Get, it gone. Get, it gone. get, get out of here. <laughs> Data collection. Well, and I thought in between before we do my stupid genius, <laughs> before we do my stupid genius, um, I was going to read out one of our listeners' stupid geniuses. Mm-hmm. Now, thank you so much, guys. You've all sent us in loads. We've actually had loads. To be honest, too many. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's been great. But we're going to um, just sort of what's the word? Drip feed it over the next few weeks. Yeah. Because you know how we love to talk. There's no way we can fit in if all of them in. We the would. Episode. It would be a whole episode. We'd be here all day. Yeah. So um, we had one listener write in and said that their stupid um, was thinking that they could get a decent night's sleep. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But then I think that links to their genius, which is, and this is a quote, submitting my fucking thesis. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's how they typed it. Woo! Oh my God. So well well done, done, listener. That is amazing. That is Dana. So good. And I can see how... um, the lack of sleep <laughs> sort of, you know, matches with that submission. But hopefully now you've submitted, you'll you be sleeping get... like a baby. Oh my God, yeah. Like a, a baby that sleeps Surely well. you'll be so confused at like waking up like, what is there to do? Like weird like anxiety yeah. looming. Because I know I feel like that. I must admit that. Let us like... know how you feel. Is it good? Is it relief? Is yeah, it... let us know. Oh. One of my friends in my faculty, she recently submitted her thesis and also uh, passed survivor. So shout out to Dr. Wen. And um Honestly, since she's finished her PhD, I swear she every time I see her, she's busier than she ever was before. And I'm like, what? Shouldn't you be like enjoying, enjoying your time? it? But she's like trying to write papers, and because she's an international student, honestly, like I feel so. I always check my privilege when I'm around her because she has to work twice as hard. Yeah, like everything she has to do, mm. it takes you know so much more effort and like just trying to get her like get a job yeah you know she has to do so much more so yeah let us know listener who submitted that how does it feel i know someone who's an international student and she's not allowed to because of her funders not allowed to like protest or anything like that because really yeah yeah yeah. because um it's just like what they're funding they don't want any backlash so sort of oh thing. i see it can't be linked with any sort of like particular right exactly uh, so like for the stuff that we're like diving into like edir mm-hmm. she wouldn't be able to sort of Oh, voice hell. her opinions in that sense because 
in case it's like uh, contradictory to what they think or something. Exactly, exactly. Right. So like, it's definitely tougher for <laughs> check your privilege. Definitely <laughs> tougher for international yes, students. It is. It is. It is. Go on, give me um, your. Oh yeah. So my stupid genius. Well, my stupid um, last week um, was to do with teaching. And without going into too many details, because I don't want to offend other people. <laughs> but basically, oh, like, juicy. uni's doing this thing at the moment, which is really great. They're running this thing, and it's all about fair trade, right? And it's brilliant, and they're putting on loads of events, mm-hmm. and it's really great. I think it's specific to my faculty. Is it true? Sorry, I know we need to wrap up. But is it true that fair trade is, like, not well, not what it says it is? I think... Not good enough? Well, yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> I don't want to, like, say blanket, yes, that's true. But I think there's... You've got to you got to think about it carefully. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's almost not like the blue. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Everything that glitters ain't gold and all that jazz. Yeah, it's just nice um, sticker. But as on. part of this thing, right, they're putting on a film screening. And what I teach at the moment is uh, professional and personal ethics. And it fit really nicely with that because it was this, like, full-length feature film about, um, like, an unethical business practice mm-hmm. sort of thing. Anyway, so I told the students it's going to be great. We're all going to go as a group and it'd be Getting great. students to go to anything as well. You've got to really sell it. Yeah, you've got to sell it. I was selling it. And we all met first in our usual room. I, like, prepped them, gave them some questions to think about, da da da, da. Then we all walked to the other building where the film screening was being. And I told them, like, oh, yeah, there's going to be refreshments, like, probably tea, coffee, biscuits, stuff like that. Free food. Yeah, some free food. It's going to be, like, there's going to be a bit of a buzz. Like, I don't know who else is going to be there. Well, I'll tell you who else was there. Nobody. It was us plus one other student and um and there was no refer well there was little cans of like fair trade fizzy pop and fizzy pop who calls it that anymore white wine fizzy pop (laughs) white rum anyway (laughs) and also like these little bloody fruity cereal bars no biscuits no tea no coffee it was in a tiny little classroom oh my god the film starts yeah you're like at least this will be good yeah at least this will be good you know please let this be good they're already all looking at me like what have you brought us to why are we here and then the film starts no subtitles and I was like, the person who was facilitating it, I was like, is the meant to be subtitles? And you could tell she was a bit like, oh, God, I don't really know, because she was filling in for someone. Right. Anyway, like, 20 minutes in, they're all speaking Spanish still. Oh, and I'm no, like, yeah. you just got Spanish. So I managed to find one online that had subtitles, but we had to start the film again. Oh, my God. I know, and then the film, the audio and the subtitles didn't all link up time-wise, and I could just feel them all, eyes boring into me, like, Molly, why have you bought yeah. us here? But that's not your stupid. Well, I feel like it was my stupid for, like, it sounds awful, but relying on other people for something. <laughs> like, I just wish I'd taken a bit more control over it. But yeah. there we go. Yeah. Um, my genius, tiny, tiny, I know we're sticking to one, but tiny little quick one. Okay. You know when you're on the Mersey Rail? Yeah. I don't know how much you use it, but you can buy a day saver, which is yeah. like six quid, and you can use it as much as you want. Didn't Whenever, know that. Well, there we go. Well. Not at peak times. Okay. But not peak times. And um, I always leave mine on the ticket machine once I'm done with it. Yeah. But I've never seen anyone else do that. Anyway, I went to get my ticket, and someone had left one there. So I picked it up, and I had a free oh, ticket for the day. So that was a lovely cute. little genius. But my main genius was that I have been invited by the uni to be the first ever postgraduate representative on the academic board. Are you kidding me? I know. Which is, the academic board, people that don't know, is like the highest committee in the whole uni. Yeah. So like, it's chaired by the VC. Yeah. Who is the CEO of the uni. And the other attendees are like all the pro VCs, all the directors, and then a couple of SU representatives. 
And a little old mole. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. I'm a little scared. I know. I had a meeting with like the bloody um, clerk to the governors last week, and he like was really lovely and welcoming, but he also shit me up because he was like, you know, oh made they me do feel that. How big a deal? Yeah, it was, they I do. Suppose. That's what they ha- did with the board of governors, and I was. They were like, they're coming, and I was oh. like, what the hell? And then they came, and I was like, oh, they're just people. It's lovely. Yeah, exactly. People. It's just, it's just. Yeah, they are just people. But I have to give a report on like the PGR perspective, how I'm meant to speak for like everyone hundreds of pgrs but i guess just email like just message into the chat and say like yeah anyone... I mean, i'll be talking about the edi stuff yeah I suppose. yeah but maybe. there we go guys so lots of lots of good things to celebrate this week yeah which actually really nicely fits in with our theme for today oh my God, yeah. positives positives we're talking all about um what we love about a phd yeah um so like if you you know, if you're thinking about doing a PhD. Yeah, if you're, like, on the fence and you're, like, I'm not sure. Because, let's be honest, there's a lot of shit on the internet. It's, like, I feel like every PhD student on the internet is, like, it's crying so, about yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. hard. It's awful. And it is. But well, there's also so many yeah. freaking positives. And also, if you are doing a PhD and you're one of those people that are just, like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. I can't be asked that. You're in a bit of a dip. Because you, you do get them. Maybe this might pull you out of the deep yeah. dark hole you're just in. Just remind you why you like, yeah. why you loved it, and why you wanted to do it in the first place. I suppose. Yeah, and also if you're if you're just listening as a, I guess you don't do a PhD, but you know someone's doing a PhD, yeah. family member, friend. I mean, this might be good to be like, look, like, do you not? What do you like? Ask them what they like about yeah, it. To remind think, them about the, why they started doing yeah, it. Yeah, because then you can support them a little bit better. Because yeah. like, say if I'm having a bad week where I'm feeling like shit or something about the PhD like Lloyd can be like oh no because remember you have this yeah. and it brings you this and yeah, stuff like that exactly. so Lloyd listen up boy yeah. <laughs> and realistically if you're just doing it's such a tough thing to do and if you're just doing it for a CV booster you're probably not gonna no stick uh, like don't do it yeah, if yeah. it's just to get your career on the or if it's just to get that doctor title don't get me wrong we all want that doctor title oh but it's major if but that's the only reason I you're, don't think you're gonna... not gonna survive I don't think yeah so let's ramble. <laughs> let's ramble. Woo. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Positive number one. Positive number one. I don't know why I've gone into this voice. Cockney accent. Cockney. Yeah, so I think the positive number... Well, this is the one that is like, I think every PhD student would say, isn't it? It's like the most obvious positive yeah. about a PhD. And that is the freedom of, like, the flexibility. You are, like, your own boss, essentially. Obviously, you still have supervisors that you see to, but at the same time, you are your own sort of teacher, motivator, all this sort of stuff. And that can be a negative, of course. Like, it is really tough to figure out how to motivate yourself every day, but... But predominantly, predominantly, it's so positive. I mean, in what... I think it was last week. Uh-huh. I um, someone asked me that does like sort of um, shift work, so they have like they work on weekends and stuff yes. like that. They had Thursday off. They said, "Hey, do you want to come climbing outdoors? Do you want to go to Wales?" And I was actually like, "You know what? Yeah, I haven't yeah, got I any can. meetings. Yeah, I can." Yeah. So I did work for until twelve, and then twelve till whatever time seven. I was in Wales. That's the thing, like, what other job grants you that sort of flexibility? Like, today, right, 
yes, we're talking about our PhDs, but is it, people say to me, right, like my friends and stuff that don't do PhDs, oh, so, you know, is the podcast part of your PhD? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> we just do this We do this because we, we love it and it's fun, but we only can do this because of the flexibility of the PhD. Yeah, yeah we could do it at weekends, but we wouldn't be able to fit it in probably, would we? No, and I wouldn't want to no, have because... to come in on a weekend. Yeah, exactly. And that's also, again, such a good flexibility. Yeah. Like, if I don't want to come in, if I, do, if I want to work from bed or from home or from wherever. From literally wherever. wherever. Like, sometimes I go to Chester Zoo to work. I'm not even joking. <laughs> so like, you can literally go anywhere. And, like, we're obviously, neither of us are from Liverpool. No. So having that flexibility to be able to say like oh do you know what mum yeah I will I'll come home for a long weekend yeah. but it's fine because I'll bring my laptop and I can just work exactly as long as you like sometimes teaching does stick you to yes. here but as soon as I mean the students what they stop in May and then you I think my last session is the first week of April there you go to be honest and then you've got all the summer so I could literally go okay yeah mum or Vin I'm coming down to Surrey and I'll work there for like a month if I wanted to yeah and as long as you're doing the work you can I I I don't know how to express how like good this feels mm-hmm. when you're like oh today I'm really not feeling creative because in some elements you do have to be creative yeah to... particularly like when you're writing I think writing like they say don't they about writer's block yeah and that is very much a thing and if one day you just can't write well you don't, you don't write to. you just <laughs> yeah, do yeah. something else you either do something else or you just don't, don't work that don't day work that yeah. and then you can you know pick and choose when you want to work so for me I am better working in sort of 12 onwards. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. I think, I think I've established that. Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> um, yeah, whereas so, I'm the literal opposite. Like yeah. for me, I do my best work probably from like 8am till 2pm. Yeah, and so for me, yeah. I don't like working, like I don't work after five, sometimes six, like if I'm really on with something, yeah. but I don't work in the evenings ever because my brain just doesn't work the just same. not working. And yeah. mine's the mornings and then in the morning I can kind of go out and do what I want to yeah. do and then in the evening I can't. And I mean, you can do that. You literally can do that. And that's it. And it's like, I think, you know, when you've worked, some people that do PhDs haven't worked in industry or other areas. And I think maybe those people might not recognise the flexibility as much but when you've worked in any other job so like you know I've worked in hotels I've worked in bars I've worked in restaurants oh, I've worked yeah. in nightclubs I've worked yes, in supermarkets oh my God, same. Like when you've done all that fucking hell does this seem good it's so good <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie I, the worst job I've had is a pub like I worked in an old man's pub oh yes and a nightclubs I used to work in nightclubs and you just didn't see daylight no and oh my god it's so bad shift work is tough and like in the hotels I used to have to work you'd do like 3pm till 11pm and then you'd have to be back in at 7am yeah. so you'd have like maybe 5 hours in between your shifts yeah yeah, 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 yeah literally and physically having to be like you have to go in yeah there's no there's no ifs and buts you have to do it I remember oh it's exhausting me and one of my mates Phoebe we both used to work at Morrison's like in sixth form and I used to work in the bloody deli so mm. I used to have to wear a little white trilby hat oh. which when you're in sixth form and our sixth form was opposite Morrison's you're... so it was like oh, social no. suicide and she used to work in the cafe and I used to stay at hers like because she lived near it and we'd lie in bed, usually hungover, of the morning of our shift, and we'd both be planning on ways to get run over on the way there because we just didn't want to go so bad. We'd just be like, please, just a little bit run over, like, like not, not so we're really hurt, oh God, just so, so we'd like clip our ankles yeah. or like, do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, intrusive thoughts. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, these weren't intrusive. We were inviting them in. Like, we, <laughs> yeah, we were manifesting. Just a little clip, just to go. We 
we've all been there. Like, I, oh, you know what? Would it be too bad if I just was in a little accident? And just that's a little broken toe. Yeah. <laughs> and can you imagine, like, with the PhD, like you say, unless it's teaching or something where you're going to be letting other people down if you don't do it, like, it is just totally, you are your... Like, you are your own boss. You are your own boss. Yeah. I mean, I don't like that saying. I don't, are, that's why I sort of pause yeah, and I was trying to yeah, think of a better yeah, way yeah. of saying it. You are the master of your own destiny. No, that's worse. <laughs> that's worse. Okay, what's number two, Em? Um, so, this would be um, sort of challenging and pushing yourself. Yes. So, this would be, I guess, in what other... I mean, every job's going to push you and challenge you, but... Well... In, <laughs> I've done some that definitely yeah. <laughs> So, you actually, actually did the opposite. Yeah. Um, mind-numbing. But, yeah, in this way, you get to really, like... I mean, for me, I've grown so much as a person. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would have got this out of anything else. So, when I started my PhD, my mental health was probably quite bad, which is probably not the best to start a PhD. Well, at least I thought it was okay. And then going into it and having all these new challenges, I was like, okay, there's a lot I need to work on mm-hmm. for myself. And I would say I'm a... I mean, it might be because I've developed my frontal lobe. I've turned 25 <laughs> during my PhD, so maybe that's why I'm less anxious. But oh, what? Does that Wait, happen? What? Yeah, when you hit 25, you develop your frontal lobe, so you're a bit more... Um, I mean, take this with a pinch of salt, people. <laughs> actually Google it. But apparently you're a little bit more... Um, I guess... I don't want to say the word sane, but you're... Um, Karma, I guess. Oh right! Oh my god! So that's what why Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't date anyone above twenty-five. Oh. They all develop their frontal lobe, and they're like, "This guy's a dick." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> See ya! Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, and I'm so much less anxious about a lot of things. I feel so much more confident in myself. Yeah. There's so many things that I've developed that I probably wouldn't have developed otherwise. Yeah, and I think like. The, th- the thing is with these sorts of challenging environments and obviously doing a PhD isn't the only one there's many other you know professionally challenging things you can do but a PhD is up there with it and I think there's no greater satisfaction than being faced with this sort of challenge and this sort of huge mountain to climb you know it sounds so cliche but it's like the equivalent of like climbing Everest isn't it in a way like yeah in an academic sense and what better satisfaction is there than actually being able to do that and like any self-doubt you might have had yeah you know being able to challenge yourself and actually overcome it as well exactly because like, exactly. there's times where you just think how the fuck am I going to do this task yeah like with for me you're constantly learning new tasks and I think how the hell and then you push through and maybe it's given me a newfound of absolute sheer confidence in everything because I think it's almost to the point where I shouldn't be so confident in, like... (laughs) I think, and this sounds so cocky, but I'm going to say it anyway... I think... I think that you can do anything (laughs) that you put your mind to, you know? I feel like we're coming out with a lot of cliché sayings today, but it's true, guys. No, but I think... I mean, someone was like, fucking hell, you're cocky. But I was like, no, I don't think just me... I don't think I can just be good at everything. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. No. It's more like, if you get given a task your brain can figure it out yeah um and that's why i bought a van decided to build it from scratch and i'm like yeah i can do this no, but you can do but it but you can do it it just takes time and you need to put time and effort and like attention to it yeah and if you fixate on something you'll become good at it and you always start off slightly sucking at something i mean yeah. realistically everyone that's an athlete or a genius or whatever I mean no one's really a genius yeah everyone began as a beginner I suppose everyone began began as a beginner began as a beginner yeah no for definite and like I, I you know I as I mentioned a minute ago I've done jobs where literally I couldn't have been 
I couldn't have been less challenged, you know? Like, I didn't even... I could have done it with my eyes closed. Yeah. And also, it, I got no enjoyment from it whatsoever. At that time in my life, I remember, actually, I was pretty content temporarily because I used to get up, go to work. I didn't worry about going to work because I knew that it was just going to be, you know... I'd do it. I'd have a good laugh with the girls in the office. Mm-hmm. And then I'd leave, and I would never think about it again until I stepped back into the office. And there was, like, a joy in that. But after, like, a couple of years, I could actually feel my brain like just slowly decreasing you yeah know? like you do and and, and you just the, get like oh my god is this my life? yeah is this my life now and what obviously but everyone's satisfaction levels are going to be different and you're going to be satisfied by different things but it's yeah. finding that sweet spot where you're challenged enough to grow but not too challenged that you're just crumbling yeah and not too challenged where it just feels shit like yeah and i think for for me anyway the phd is that perfect Balance. sweet part of like sweet pot sweet pot sweet pot sweet pot <laughs> i love <a> sweet pot <laughs> That sweet spot of like, yeah, it, you know, it makes me think bloody hard. It makes me think about things in a different way, but not so much that I'm constantly doubting myself. Yeah. 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 I get that. I think though the PhD does fluctuate between, I mean, linked to the last episode, feeling overwhelmed, getting to that point where it's like, I can't, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I'm crying. Like I would cry. I'd be like, I can't do it. And then the day later you'd be like oh I can do this yeah um and now I don't I mean I haven't cr- touched wood haven't cried in my PhD <laughs> just like your armpits just like my armpits I'm sweating right now I'm crying out my armpits right no, now no to be fair I haven't cried about my PhD last for ages. year it's actually a year ago in February that I cried last cried about my PhD I love that you remember it was really bad oh, <laughs> it was really bad God. it was uh at the point where I was like I need to think about it again. <laughs> I used to do it quite a lot in my first year, particularly after supervisory meetings, which I think if you're in that first year, guys, and you're thinking, I don't know if I can do this, power on, keep going, because you will get over that yeah. hump. And how annoying is that? Like, we've only got a year left, and I'm quite sad. Because we're just getting into the flow. Because I just feel like I, I've settled. I yeah. kind of know what's going on. I'm into the flow. And then you're like, okay, then that's done. Wrap it up. Wrap but it do up. you know what, though? They do say, don't they? There's, like, infographics and stuff I've seen before of, like, um, the supposed roller coaster of a PhD, mm. and apparently there is that real like high, exactly what you described, that happens towards the end of the second year, and then after that comes a big dip. Yeah. And I was speaking to someone about this the other day, and I was like, "Do you think that's true? Because I don't feel like that's going to happen to me." And they were like, "So don't let it happen." Yeah. And this is what I, we were sort of saying about how the internet is quite a negative place for PhD content because you're, you're like, always just waiting for the next bad thing to happen yeah and if everyone's telling you oh by the way in your third year you're going to have a massive slump you're going to feel like shit and you're going to want to quit well because everyone you're going to believe it yeah, and every, you're going to do it everyone was telling me even lecturers were like oh going to third year head down focus you know this is going to be the toughest year oh good luck like everyone has yeah. been telling me in January and February and I was like I haven't felt it yet and I'm not going to feel it yeah it's like shut up shut let up. me just enjoy <laughs> it please <laughs> please and they were like you're too positive basically <laughs> So let's keep on going with our positives, though. Yeah, um, this one's a really nice one, actually. You get to meet, I mean, an end job, but you get to meet new people, you get to meet passionate people, and, I mean, for me, I got, I got to meet you, I got to meet... Aren't you looking? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you just get to meet people that you know are passionate in just, like, learning, isn't it? Yes, that's it, because you meet people that are passionate in your field, which is obviously really exciting, but yeah, just people that are passionate in the same way you are about life. Yeah. Like, I know it sounds so. I just feel like I'm coming out with so much. This is being really good. <laughs> no, it is true. I do feel like you do have like a thirst for life a little bit, and yeah. I, if I don't feel that all the time, I want to feel that, and I feel yeah. like I do often feel like that. 
but you know meeting people like that it's like spark true again well there's yeah. um and i can't remember i mean I've, i think i've talked about it before but there's different people in your life and i can't remember the names for it but i'm gonna make up my own name oh go for so it so you've got like energy vampires which we all which we all know Robinson. oh can you hear that there is always a test on that. Yeah. So why do we? Why do we pick this day? Um, yeah. So if you watched uh, what we do in the shadows, you sh- if you haven't, you should. Yes. And if you don't, there's a thing called an energy vampire. And when you talk to them, you come away and you feel absolutely drained. Yes. And we all know these people. Um, and there's sort of energy vampires that you meet, and those are the people that you kind of don't want in your life. And mm. like. And you the know, thing is, like, they won't be energy vampires for everyone, but they're an energy vampire for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you have the middle ground where they don't, like, spark, they don't ignite you, they don't suck your energy, they're just sort of that middle ground. And that's fine to have those people in your life because you can't all have these igniters, these, like, you know, these sparks in your life. And But what you really want to cling on to is those people that do ignite your, like, passion and your thirst for life and this I'm, is so crazy. I'm sorry I was smiling because I had to take that song just banging around in my head which one I can't do it baby you love oh, oh my god shame on you that is not take that that take is that. one direction we light my fire boom <laughs> um, so yeah and then I think you do get to meet so many new people and different people during a PhD yeah, I think because it's not just the people in like your immediate circle is it but it's the students you meet you know it's like you're constantly meeting new people for, yeah you know at conferences you're constantly networking you're constantly meeting supervisors your peers but it also can be a really lonely place if you don't put yourself out there yes so it's finding those few people that like you say bring you joy relight you your fire good. Yes, relight your fire. See, Robbie, he always finds a place oh, into these episodes. Um, um, but I also want to read out a... Um, someone sent in a really lovely... I mean, I'm saying someone. <laughs> well, actually, if you're a fan of the podcast of all our episodes, you will have met her on episode about resilience. Yes. Episode four. Three. Three. Some sort <laughs> we of don't episode. know. Some episode. <laughs> um, and it's Bex, and she sent in some of her positives, because... We asked people to send in uh, the positives of the PhD because it's also a really nice exercise to remind, get them to remind themselves of why they do it. Yeah, which is why we're doing it. <laughs> exactly. And she said, which is so sweet, meeting you and Molly and of course all the amazing people she has met along the way. She said, shout out to the PhD corner. Oh. We have this like little PhD corner um, in our lab where we all just sort of sit and natter and distract each other and distract me and I'm just probably the distractor actually <laughs> you're the most easy distractor yeah, and yeah, yeah. also the and also distracts everyone um, and she also said um, Sophie who she knows listens to the podcast so hi Sophie oh hello Sophie, <laughs> Sophie refuses to come on the podcast and I, don't I will know get I her on there like hello, hello Sophie um, yeah and she said she would never have had all the amazing times and experiences without doing a PhD that's so lovely um, yeah and she yeah so it's just it's that, echoed by other people, isn't it? That idea of meeting new people and meeting new people, meeting people that are like actually, I don't know, just driven and sort of yeah, give you that little kick up the bum. And it is mad to think that two years ago we didn't know any of these people. It's all come through the PhD, isn't and it? And now you're stuck with me. Yes, because we're doing this. I'm happy with that. That's all good. For Fifty me. years on, <laughs> we'll be like, "Hello, guys. Hi, you. <laughs> Welcome to Stupid Genius." I don't know why, as an old lady, I suddenly become a cockney. Yeah. You forever want to be a cockney. I know. I'm like, I hate Molly, but we're doing this together. <laughs> 50 years of shit. Right. No, I'm always going to love you. <laughs> right. So right. I just have to sound northern then. Right. Um, what's our fourth? 
positive. It is indulging in interests, opportunity to learn. Bex phrased it really nicely, being a professional nerd. Yes. Um, you know, becoming that expert. I know expert sounds like a word that would, no one's really an expert, but you kind of are. Yeah, yeah I suppose technically we are. Yeah, so I suppose this positive is all about, like, um, from an actual subject point of view, I guess, and, like, um, having, and it links to the freedom as well, the freedom to explore and be creative and just to really, like, yeah, indulge your curiosity and stuff. Because yeah. there's not a lot of jobs, I don't think, where you have such free reign. Yeah. Like, you know, we are, and I think it's really nice to remember as well that with a PhD, it is the start of something, in theory. Like, yeah. if you continue in academia, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yes, your PhD project at the time seems all-consuming, but actually it is the first step in a much longer journey. And it's like, when we finish our PhDs, I could literally be like, do you know what? I'm really interested in how women are, um, I don't know, treated in... Academia. Academia. <laughs> yeah. Very relevant relevant right now. Yeah. You know, and I could just write a paper on it. I could explore yeah. it. I could go out and research yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And it's like, what other career allows you to have such like freedom of thought? You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. And just... Not even just that, not even just within research and PhD, like you can then explore all your other interests. So for us, we're doing this podcast. Yeah. When else would I have ever done a podcast? I don't think I would have. I ne- definitely wouldn't have. And then what else did we do? We ran an event. Yes. And we're running an event right now. We are, yeah. We created a society for to like talk about matters such as equity, diversity, inclusivity and respect. Mm-hmm. That's not all that's not at all part of our PhD. Yet it does help our development in everything else. And I guess as, like you said, women in STEM and in research and stuff like that, we can firsthand see the disparity, the gender, the gender disparity, the, yeah. I don't know, um, yeah, race disparity, the inequity in, in everything that, you know, you can easily visibly see mm-hmm. if you just also, if you want to Google your... Um, institution sort oh, of the gender, the pay, gender gap. pay gap you can do that on like a government site we'll, te- we'll yeah be it. careful though because you might find yourself so pissed off that you don't want to <laughs> you, carry that you tweet the uni that you're at which is what I did yeah, which is what you should do but then it sparked all this amazing discussion so and also I think the other thing as well is like um, being attached to an institution as well gives you those um, avenues and opportunities to do that because, you know, you have such amazing resources at your fingertips. Like, you know, we're so lucky. We don't pay to hire out a podcast studio. We have one on site, you know, and we can rent it for free. And it's like, I know it sounds silly, but even just having the library, the online databases, like the facilities that the institution has. The software that we use. I mean, if if you want to explore any sort of avenue that you want to do email into IT or email into someone they will have a resource for yeah, you yeah and they'll sort it and they'll, and they'll sort it for you won't they and it's like any day of the week like we could probably attend I don't know a different class like yeah. you know try belly dancing or like go to <laughs> exactly I don't know there's, there's a rug me- there was a rug making event yesterday for yes, free yes I saw that and my yeah. supervisor last week did um, a flower arranging oh, yeah, that's one it. like you know and it's like it's they did puppy these... yoga for £2.50 oh like, my gosh amazing there's, there's so many I mean we're di- drifting off a track and we're like because you get to learn as well like what uh, what way like what other job do you constantly challenge yourself and push yourself to learn like I don't know for me I never want to stop learning or challenging Mm -hmm. my mind I never want to be that sort of person that's like right well I'm done yeah and this is you literally get paid to 
continually grow your brain. I'm going to have a massive head by the end of this. Mate, I my was hats born aren't with fit. a massive head. <laughs> I've got a pea-sized head, so I'm catching up. Oh, God. None of my honestly, hats are going to fit. I've always, like, blamed my abnormally large head on my large brain, so I'm just going to keep with that. Yeah, and it's just going to grow. <laughs> I know. And then um, I guess the last thing we wanted to chat about as well was the travel opportunities that a PhD presents and also that... Um, the opportunities just to explore new places not necessarily abroad but right here in the UK as well yeah yeah there's like so I guess two things of it depends where your PhD is you might stay in your hometown but for me I um, am not from Liverpool I am from Surrey and I spoiler spoiler <laughs> shock you really really want to hear her scouse accent though no don't. yes we do <laughs> pack it in pack it in <laughs> I mean, Liverpool. it's quite annoying because that word, you actually say that quite well, but anything yeah. else. Liverpool. But yeah, so go on, you're not a scouser. Um, no, and I l- went to uni in Sheffield, mm. and I thought I wanted to stay in Sheffield or somewhere up north, and I never even thought of Liverpool. Sorry, Liverpool. But I just didn't. No, it just didn't cross your mind. And this PhD... PhD? PhD? Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mouth is just flopping out. Yeah. <laughs> Stop saying flop. Oh, no context. My mouth I'm is gooey. just flopping out. <laughs> <I'm> gooey. <laughs> Um, and obviously I got this opportunity and I was like right well I guess I'm moving to Liverpool and I got to explore this city and reluctantly I guess um, (laughs) but but I actually love it and I'd happily stay here it is a bloody wonderful city it's such a wonderful city do you know I actually I've always known Liverpool relatively well because my dad's side of the family were all from Birkenhead (laughs) they're all from Birkenhead (laughs) And then my grandparents still live in the world, so I used to come as a kid and stuff. But exploring it as an adult is very different, and it feels, you know, it's such a welcoming city. I don't think... Scousers get such a bad rep, and honestly, you will not meet more welcoming people than Scousers. Lovely Scousers. Oh, my God, no. Honestly, they will just... My first day, I was clearly lost, and someone came up to me and was like, are you lost? Do you want some help? Oh, that's so nice. And I was like, like, oh, like, on edge. Like, what do you want? Yeah, yeah. This is my bag. (laughs) Because I'm, like, used to London, where people are just out to get you. Um, So, yeah, it's, like, the city that you might end up actually doing your PhD, which obviously can be scary when you first move to a new place. You know, I felt like that when I moved down to Cardiff, especially because it felt like the other bloody side of the world compared to the lakes but yeah oh, yeah yeah again there's not a lot of times in your life where you would just up sticks and move to a city yeah. and that. I think it develops you so much more as a person think about when you move to Cardiff yeah you don't know where your doctor's is you don't know where your dentist you don't know where to even go to the shops you have no. to google everything and it's so challenging yeah yeah but it again it, so rewarding though so rewarding and you don't know anyone so you don't have that safety net Realistically, no. I mean, I didn't. No, I was no, like, I I'm didn't. On, I'm yeah. my own. I actually remember when I moved to Cardiff, my mum, bless her, she did the seven hour drive. Oh, sorry, I just put my hand. Oh my god. I literally just put my hand on the back of the chair and they are, my fingertips are so badly hurt. I'm actually going to have to take a picture of that for the podcast. I mean, the Instagram, because that's disgusting. That is Um, grim. Just wipe it on the chair. Just put it back up where you found it. Sorry, guys. Right, so what was I saying? Yeah, my mum, bless her, did the like seven hour drive down to take me down. And I remember she dropped me off in halls. And I was a bit older as well, so I can't imagine how it would have felt doing that at like 17, 18. I was like 21, 22. Oh, I was 19 and I was like... Yeah, yeah, you've got a bit, a little bit more confidence. But I remember her walking out and saying goodbye, and I cried. I remember shutting my Aww. dorm room or whatever you call them and just crying. And um, but then 
Cardiff was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. I met some of my best friends. I met Lloyd. You know, yeah, so same. Yeah, actually. going to new places is so wonderful. And then obviously we have the um, aspect of travelling that comes from conferences yeah. and attending. Things I like mean, that. that's that's a major one. Isn't oh it? my god! Yes. Realistically, you I mean you've been to America? I'm going to Australia. Yeah. I mean. I know people that are going to Athens. I know people that are going to... I've um, been to Croatia. Croatia. I'm going to Paris, as we know this yeah. year. I'm also going to Portugal with work, hopefully. Oh, my God. Um, God you jet setter. I've been I nowhere, guys, because of COVID. And everything um, is online. I know, but that's so weird, because all my stuff this last year has been in person. You just need to... Just get Googling, girl. Find I know, I know. It's, I think they are now in person, but it's now sort of I'm doing that big one in Australia yeah okay so you've got I'm that I'm kind of just like okay leave well, it to that and then maybe go to Athens in, in September yeah even you know? if like Australia is the only one you do that is I'm sorry amazing <laughs> look at me like oh wait yeah, I think it's Australia <laughs> yeah exactly because <laughs> I'm sorry like, for me <laughs> with work I mean obviously there are like other jobs that allow you to travel of course there are but um, you know at, but, the, at the level yeah. that we're at because we're entry level aren't we usually travelling with work is something you get to do later on your career it's like a perk that you gain exactly whereas exactly. we're just like fucking we're brand just, new like yeah. straight off and the all you have belt. to do is one presentation or one poster and not even that not even that. And, and obviously as you heard from our conference I mean if you haven't go back and what you're doing yeah, go back and go listen, back to listen. It. but conferences are so bloody fun they can be <laughs> I mean for me they can be they can also be quite serious but fun. you can also go to the only day that you are presenting if you wanted to I wouldn't recommend it and then just travel for the rest of it or yeah. stay out there well yeah that's it go a little bit earlier stay a little bit get later. your travels paid yeah. for and then just actually like explore a little bit that's what I'm doing I think I'm gonna sort of do a little bit of Australia Singapore because if you're out there for three days it's not worth it is no it? of course not oh my you god you may as well travel a little bit Australia for three days you can't go to bloody Australia oh, mate three days mate <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about I'm sorry Australia listeners really I thought it was quite good <laughs> Australia Australia <laughs> I'm trying to go to one I really want to go to one in New Zealand because one of my best friends lives out there oh, and wow. I'm like I just need to find a conference and also you know a lot of my research is about the effect that disasters have yeah. Yeah. And there's quite a lot of research going on in New Zealand. I'm like, is that enough of a link? I think so. That's true. That's another like positive as well, in the sense of so for Australia for me is where a lot of my area they do a lot of research in my area. I so, thought you were gonna say that's where a lot of people fall downstairs. A lot of, you know what? People are just tumbling down the stairs <laughs> in Australia. Sort it out. Have you got jelly legs? <laughs> Wibbly wobbly all down the stairs. Um no, but so if I make networks and connections and I potentially want to move to Australia, that's an opportunity. Yeah. That like in what other job can you just go, Oh, New Zealand is a really good, you know, area for mm-hmm. me. Maybe I wanna live there for a little bit. Yeah. You can. Yeah, yeah, literally. And like when I went to the one in New Zealand, uh, sorry, in America you know, I did have conversations where people were like, would you consider a, a job out here? And at the time, I was like, oh, maybe. Now, I don't know. Who knows? You don't yeah. know what the future yeah, holds. No. But, like, yeah, it's amazing. And you also, as well, if you think that's nothing worse for me to just keep travelling or being somewhere new, you don't have to. Yes. That's There's online true. conferences, as I said. Yeah, yeah, that is true. You don't have to travel, but it This is, is all, like again our opinions and what we think is the positives about doing a PhD yeah well hopefully we've given you guys um, lots to think about as we said at the beginning if you're on the fence about doing one maybe this has given you a little bit of food for thought but also if you've fallen out of love with your PhD you know maybe think about these things and it might reignite that there's um, that flame 
Also, we had another one, uh, another person send in a yes, positive about PhD, and um, it kind of links to, I guess, being a professional nerd. I guess I'm not sure, yeah. but she she said that she, I love love love, <laughs> <laughs> love love love. Oh my god, have you seen that RuPaul thing? I love 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 that kind of stuff. No, Who's that chick? No. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Anyway, it just reminds me. Of that. I do love RuPaul. Though. RuPaul's hilarious. Um, I love 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 how I see the impact of my work. So, that's just like, again, we get to, uh, besides all of this, and we get to explore our own interests, and we've all talked about very selfishly, but we actually are making an impact. For me, I get to talk to, I mean, when I do interviews, some of these older adults haven't spoken to someone in weeks. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going in, and I'm giving like an hour or two hours of my time. showing an interest in them. Showing an interest in them, being, speaking for them, that they don't really have voices. Like, you know... I'm actually making an impact, whether that be so small of just, I've just affected that one person and just given them their t- my time. Yeah. And then they like show me their pictures and like, I, I give the them, less. I go above and beyond because I just think these, they're just so adorable. Yeah, and they'll probably be telling people about that for ages. Exactly. Like, this scientist came to my exactly. house. Exactly. And then also you are making a bigger impact in the sense of, you know, hopefully you'll inform policy making, mm-hmm. hopefully this sort of stuff. And same with you. I know it sometimes doesn't feel like, Oh, no, for sure. And I think, because one thing you always have to be able to explain in your research is you have to explain your practical contribution, your theoretical Mm -hmm. contribution, and also potentially, yeah, contribution for policy as well. And I think doing a PhD, I know when I started, my supervisor said to me, look, imagine the longest beach you can ever imagine. Your impact in your PhD will be one grain of sand on that beach. And that is okay. I think it's important to remember that... I don't know if I like that analogy. No, I know. Well, at first I didn't. It made me feel a bit like, oh, shit, what's the point then? But then actually having that perspective is quite nice because it, you know, it's it's not as daunting. And also that's what I was saying before about it being the one step in your journey of impact. Yeah. You know, like we're all going to build on this. We're not going to change the world in our PhDs. Very, very, very few people do. But it's the beginning of something, and I hope yeah. to make you know an impact to the sustainability of the world. That's exactly. my hope. It's starting that conversation yes. that wouldn't have been started. Yeah, or at least joining it in like a exactly. yeah, in a fruitful way. I think that's yeah. I think that's actually nice because I get really frustrated that I don't feel like I'm making enough change, especially in the institutional sort of. If we look at equity and diversity, yeah. I'm like so frustrated. Like, why aren't we making a big impact? I want it to change now. And and like you remind me, and Tori is very good. <laughs> remind me, she's like. I think you guys have done a lot. I think, like, it's... Yeah, it's a, having that perspective. You know, slow and steady. Yeah, be the, be the tortoise, not the hare. Because you're just going to burn yourself out. Yes, I've never been a hare. I'm always a hare. I'm always the tortoise. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, Whoa, why isn't it making a difference? Well, should we see what Lloydie thinks about this topic? See yeah. if he's got some inspiration for us. Yeah, exactly. What did you... What brief did you give him? Do you know what? I said to him... I can't remember. What did I say? I said to him, have a think about a quote... That is about... Actually, I was there. I no, but I think, what, I think I said, oh, finding the positives, um, appreciating the positives in life. Yes. Yeah, positive. So let's see. Okay. Let's give him a call. Right. Let's get some inspiration for our desperation. And just as a little heads up, listeners, I have just received a text from Lloydie that says, been super busy, going to have to make up on the spot. Oh, so but when I, I witnessed the genius app in action, you did. He, he was like, he was like, it just comes to me instantly, and he was I like, know, but, got it. <laughs> but did he tell us what it was? No, no he didn't. It's so. all lies. Good to make it. Hi, Hi. lady. 
Hello. How are you? Very good, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, we're good. Good, feeling good. Don't I, need a wee. I don't need no. a wee. I mean, I just had one, so that'll be why. Yeah. I was just telling Emily and our listeners how you are going to make this up on the spot. I am, yeah. I've uh, totally forgotten about it, and this morning's been pretty mad, so I've not really any time to think oh, about really? it. Oh, so. really? Are you having a good day? Are you having a good day, though? Uh, yeah, it's been crazy. Why has it been a bit mad, a bit crazy? Why? Um, just, just sort of, uh, I wrote this programme last week, and uh, it's working but it's not fully working and then it sort of went tits up yesterday so had to sort it out today uh, in, so. that's wild what a wild one <laughs> I, like, I just i just wrote this program yeah, i just wrote this pro- that is cool that is pretty is cool. this the um <laughs> is this the team's thing loiders it is yes oh bless him he's been battling with this for a, a little while now so yeah. your you, nemesis maybe you you're the one that needs some inspiration today yeah that's true no I I'm, I'm my own generator of inspiration I don't need it <laughs> just constantly well, cringe we're not unfortunately out of <laughs> so wait, what is it with the flopping out honestly like that is the second time today something has flopped out of Emily's mouth <laughs> oh my god honestly though what, what is wrong with it you? is I, sometimes you just gotta let the words flop out of you just gotta let it flap right come on then let the inspiration flop out we wanna hear it fuck it things generally always turn out for the best <laughs> yes do we allow fucks in our quotes? Fuck it. Fuck it. We do now, baby. It's going to work out for the best. <laughs> oh, yes, I mean, it's simple. Don't think it's original, but that's okay. It's hard to... Hard to get originality. So what was it? What do you Fuck mean? It. That's original. I always say that to myself, and no, I've never read that anywhere. That's something <laughs> that I've just decided. <laughs> I just decided it's mine. Well, I'm <laughs> sorry. You know what? Possession is nine-tenths of the law, so I guess it is yours. <laughs> I've never understood when people say that neither because isn't it, <laughs> isn't it in matilda when they say possession is nine tenths of the law and i'm like what, what are you talking about can some of our american listeners please write into us and tell us and explain what, does what that, that mean because i say it without even understanding possession it. is nine, nine tenths, tenths of, of the, the law. law does it mean that like if you've got something if you found something finders keepers i don't know fuck no someone needs to tell us but we're deviating here so lawyers i know it's probably quite self-explanatory but can you explain to us a little bit more about your quote what how would you apply this in life what does it mean for you uh just generally like you know when you're doing something when you look back on things when you've been like really down and you're like no how on earth am i ever going to get out of this and then you look at it at the final stage when you finished it it's like usually it's it's worked out pretty well in it like nobody died you've like basically completed what you were gonna do and it's, and it's never as bad as you think it's gonna be so yeah you know. no that's really good advice lady and i think i've always said to myself like over the years one one thing i've helped myself with is i always say will this matter in like one year's time will this matter in five years time and usually the answer is right. no i usually go will i care about this tomorrow you think long i think long term. because i know that i probably will care tomorrow okay <laughs> but if i think of it in like a year's time and i think that fits in with what you're saying Lloyd is yeah. like it is going to work out for the best because in one year's time are you still going to be stressed about this no it probably would have all worked out yeah. okay it reminded me of like as well um have you heard of like type one fun type two fun well only because that's what your other instagram account shut is up let's not talk about it. <laughs> um what does it mean so type one fun is you're doing it it's fun it's fun in the moment you look back and it's also fun so something like for me, uh, this I'm moment like right on, here. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or going on holiday, or yeah. Well, sometimes that's actually quite stressful. Stressful, but anything that you enjoy at the moment. I don't know, eating a chocolate bar, and you look back and oh, well, it's a fucking good chocolate bar. <laughs> Type two fun is um, things that you're not enjoying it at the moment, but you look back and you're happy and you're you're glad you do it, and you have really fond memories of it. So, such as 
maybe you're hiking up a mountain and it's pissing it with rain but you're with your friends and you're all like oh miserable let's just get up and get down and then you look back and you go that was kind of hilarious and funny and like yes. or like another time my mate like nearly set this tent on fire because he tried to cook make me coffee in the morning and i feel like i've had lots of type two at though. the time it was like traumatic because we thought our friends were bad in a tent but now we look back on it it's funny because it's no one got hurt yeah it was all you know it was all a, it was like an accident and it's just like funny to look back on it so that's like type two fun yeah and it all worked out in the end and it all worked out in the end no one burnt to death <laughs> well that's good <laughs> no one died what, what, what lloyd said thank you exactly. so much Nobody lloyd died. no one died so can we say it again can you say uh, it like the words are flopping yeah, out your sure. mouth fuck it things generally turn out for the best love it Thank you, Lloydie. Thank now, you, guys. Get back to work. Have a good day. Cheers. Bye. 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 Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Oh. Oh, he's a little gem, isn't he? At least someone says love you back to me. I know. Well, you know. It Lloydie's, is, is. Lloydie's full of love. Yes. Um, my quote that I have for us today is um, not an original thought. This one is actually attributed. Attributed? Attributed? Whatever. Something. Whatever fight you about. Um, to Buddha himself. I really need to burp and this is bad time. How dare you? How dare you burp when I say Buddha? I know. It's like coming. So if it, Come if it on, slips have out. have a bit of respect. Right. Oh. Get it over and done with. No, no. It's like, it's like there. <laughs> it's like me last week when I was like. <coughs> <coughs> trying, <laughs> trying to release my cough. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you know what? I burped on the train this morning. Like actually burped. Oh By accident. I, I I'm quite a burpy person. But um, you know when sometimes you do like a little inside mouth burp yeah. and you can oh. swallow it and no one really notices? <laughs> I accidentally fully burped and it was a really busy train. <laughs> so embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. Um, I love it when people wear headphones on and they fart and they think, probably think it's quite quiet and then it's so loud. Oh my God, I've never heard that happen. Whenever I, need, and I was like, what? Whenever I need to trot and I have headphones and I always take one headphone out. Just to make sure it's silent. Yeah, just so I can release it slowly. <laughs> <laughs> so dry. <laughs> Oh my god! And they're just like walking along, like smiling, like they think they got away with it. Have you um, have you seen that um, Zoom fail? I, uh, it's my favourite one. <laughs> what, when where it's like <coughs> no, no, it's like you know when um, when you have it on not on gallery view and you have it on like so the camera goes on whoever is speaking and like someone obviously oh isn't muted god. right and this guy sat there they're all like, he sat there listening and then someone trumps <laughs> and the camera like, goes to that person <laughs> and he's like this because obviously the sound goes in <laughs> so that that is a lesson in itself oh my god isn't hilarious it? Right, no, so my quote is... Sorry, yeah, it's a distress. It's Buddha. <laughs> and, okay, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, here we go. Here we go, yeah. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what you think, you become. What you feel, you attract. What you imagine, you create. And I love this because it, it's like that law of attraction thing. And I guess the idea is like... If you think positively, you're going to become positive. If you feel positive, you're going to attract positivity. And when you imagine positivity, you're going to create positivity. And I believe this. I fully believe this. So, so much. And I know, obviously, it doesn't apply to, like, really awful things that are out of your control that happen to you. But day-to-day living, Mm. like this morning, you know, if I thought, I am positive today, and I said hello to that to the train operator in a positive way if I felt yeah. positive when I spoke to you if I imagined that this if this podcast if this podcast was going to go well this morning you know 
It works. It works. It really, it really does. Works. I'm but such a firm believer in this. Even if not, like you, you can have feel so better much about power it. in like making people feel positive. I mean. Like the today, the woman downstairs gave me an extra shot of coffee. That made me feel so. Yeah. She was really nice to me, and I was nice to back, and I was positive back. And, and we that now, then we now made a nicer situation where she, I don't know, she might feel better. I definitely feel better for it. And it's like dropping that stone in the in the still lake, isn't it? Mm. You drop that stone of positivity, and it ripples. ripples. It ripples throughout your day, and you know, it's that thing if they say like a smile is contagious, but it is. It really is. When I smile at someone in the street, or they smile at me, I think, oh, and then I do it to the yeah, next person. Yeah, and, yeah. Person. and I think there's a lot to be learnt from that. Like when you are struggling with your PhD, or even just thinking about a PhD, if you approach Remind it with positivity. Yourself. Yeah. because then and then you're going to be more motivated to work yes but I not sound hippie we, I'm, I mean I think everyone's realising that we are quite hippie in, would you say you're quite hippie I know I am yeah. in my beliefs I would say so like I'm going to go real hippie oh go are on are you ready so um, I think everything has almost like you know you talk about vibe everything the vibe I know but I hate it when word. people talk about vibe. vibe it's so like isn't it reality TV show like yeah we were just vibing, vibing. and it we just had vibe. he just had the right vibe it was just like vibes but so I'm gonna talk, about, talk about vibrational frequencies okay here. that I can get on board with so if you think about um, everyone everything has a slight vibrational frequency if you are vibe like positive like vibes I'm so sorry <laughs> vibrations vibrations positive vibrations because is that be... what vibes is short for yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. you're gonna be on a higher vibrational frequency and you know what attracts you know what people who are also on that higher vibrational frequency that attracts that and then also good things like I don't know getting a promotion and stuff that's also on a higher vibrational frequency you're gonna attract all of that <laughs> okay if you're on a like if you do all the stuff that brings you down to a lower vibrational frequency, such as drinking all the time, eating like shit, being negative towards everything, being negative towards people, you're on a lower level and you're going to attract a lot more yes. negative things to come your way. But if you're higher, you also get to like... You know, high vibes. High vibes. High vibes, guys. Well, we hope we've shared some high vibes with you today. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for writing in. As we said, we're going to share your stupid and geniuses throughout the episode so keep them coming if you've loved this episode if you've loved any of our other episodes then please Please. give us a rating yeah five stars only five stars only anything else fuck off we don't want it yeah (laughs) Yeah. because we're going to be famous five ever exactly and also follow us on instagram it's at supergenius underscore pod yep that's it and i'm sorry that we have been this like horrible incessant no incessant optimistic intestine yeah I'm not I'm not sorry I love it I we are like those the horrible people that are like everything is great sometimes sometimes you know it's not always like that and we'll talk about that a bit more on the the Instagram I think but for today we hope we've shared some of our some of our joys and thank you for sharing some of yours yeah goodbye guys this has been stupid genius this has been stupid genius bye